this show is brought to you by Amazon.com. That's right. All you need to do if you want to help support this podcast and help us do all the crazy science and all the fun stuff we're going to be doing here, uh, all you got to do is go to the homepage at todayinspace.net slash home or go to this week's link and there'll be a button. Just click that button and go do your shopping on Amazon like you would regularly. And really, it's, it's that simple. And Amazon's going to kick me back a little bit of, of whatever it is. And that way, we can just fund all of the, the cool stuff we're doing here. Um, it's that simple. And you just help support this podcast. Keep doing what it's doing because, I mean, let's be honest, the show's pretty awesome. So let's keep it going, right? All right. So do that. That'd be awesome. Without further ado, let's go on with the show. Welcome to Today in Space. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Today in Space. Today is October 29th, 2015, and we got Halloween coming up this weekend. I know I'm excited. I don't know what you guys are going as, uh, but I know I'm rocking last year's outfit, which is totally appropriate for this year, which is Dr. Emmett Brown. I mean, of course. Come on. You guys should know me well enough by now. Why wouldn't I rock that? So don't worry, you'll, you'll be getting pictures of that. I'll have that up on uh, on either Twitter or on the Facebook page. So I'll put that stuff up for you guys so you can see how I'm rocking that this year. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I hope you guys have had a great week. Um, I can't believe it's been a week. It, it's really it, I've done a lot in the last week, and, and I never really noticed how much you do in a week until I started doing these episodes weekly. Um, I think I've said this before, but I look back and I'm like, that was last week? Like, I, I was just looking at the last post we put up, and the last post was that it was the first print on the 3D printer that I had ever done, and I can't even believe that was a week ago. Since then, I've been printing like a madman. Like, I, I can't even... I, it's, it's almost obsessive to a point. Like, I, I've been running my machine pretty much every chance I can get. Um, I've printed out a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to have tons of videos coming up, but it's going to take a little while because, um, you know, I don't want to just put a video of me printing that's just very self-indulging and doesn't help anybody but myself, and it doesn't even really help me that much. Um, so I want to do each video. I want to throw some stats at you guys, and I want it to be interesting. I got to make music, so I got to put together all this stuff because, yeah, it was okay having, you know, the theme music behind it, but you know, you, you, I gotta, I gotta make new music, so, um, that's on the docket, that's what I'm working on, um, can't give you guys a date on when it's gonna come out, but when they start coming out, they're gonna start coming out every week, so look out for that, I'm gonna be releasing them on Tuesdays on the Facebook page, and probably on Twitter too, uh, so look out for that, uh, again, the Facebook page is Today in Space Podcast, and the, uh, my Twitter account is at El Greco, E-L-G-R-3-C-O. That's right. It's number three. Um, yeah, really cool stuff, man. I, I've uh, 
the the really cool part that I've I've had it in my head for so long, and so it doesn't surprise me as much anymore. But I've been talking to a few people about it, and it's the thing that's that everyone's kind of like, oh man, really? Uh, my my printer is printing out upgrades for itself. So <laughs> my printer is upgrading itself like that. Like now, kind of like I've had a chance to kind of rethink about it and just how crazy that is. And it really is. And, and that that's really a, a testament to the fact that I went with an open source printer. When I went to a, a printer, not just an open source printer, but the Rigibot Big, which is a huge platform to build on, which means I can build bigger parts um, and I can upgrade it because it, it that's how they built it was for it to be hackable, upgradable. Um, my big thing, uh, my first project here was, uh, so the spool of plastic that feeds the machine, right? Um, it like moves around a whole bunch cause it's just sitting on like a little rod and it kind of rocks back and forth. So I don't really think that's good for my printer long-term. So I was like, all right, well I got to make a holder. So that's what I did. I designed a holder and within a day I went from design well, idea, designed, and then built. Like, that's that's unheard of. You, you can't do that with regular manufacturing. It just doesn't happen that way. And if you do, that means you don't have enough work to keep yourself busy <laughs> in regular manufacturing. Like, you can't... Like, if, if you had the time to build your own stuff, to upgrade your machine... You probably don't have enough stuff on your plate, which means you're probably not making enough money to run that machine anyways. Um, but the whole idea, right now I'm kind of in babysitting mode with the machine because um, there are a few parts that, uh, when they were sold stock, are not... How do I put this and, and be nice? They're a hazard. Um, not unknown to me. I, I've known that the whole time, but I can't just leave my machine to print 24 hours, which is kind of the idea. The, you know, the big, the big audacious goal of this whole thing is to have this thing running 24-7 with parts, with, with ideas that I have for the printer, with other people who come to me and say, hey, I need this 3D printed. Um, which I'm working on getting that set up for this site so that if if you, anyone who's listening to the show, has anything you want 3D printed or you have an idea or anything like that, you guys can come to me and we can work something out. We can, you know, I can print it out for you, send it to you, uh, whatever it is. Uh, you, you can have my 3D printer at your disposal. Um, so I'm working out, you know, how much it's going to cost, all, all, the, all the different things because it's, a whole other business, so I'm, I'm working on that. Um, but I'll, I'll be bringing that to you guys very soon. Don't worry, <laughs> you're gonna hear plenty about it once it starts. Um, but that's it. So, so right now, like I said, I'm babysitting. Um, the cool thing though is that you know, while I'm doing that, you know, I'm not just sitting around. Like the other day, I, I printed something out that took five hours, right? Um, and some of you must might be like, oh my god, like I can't believe five hours. Like, that's, that's a long time. Like, how, would you just sit there? No. I mean, I, I did a lot of other things, but five hours, when you think about it, is not really, excuse me, I just had lunch. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
it's fighting me. Um, five hours really isn't that much. When you, when you think about it, how things, if, and if you've never been in any kind of manufacturing, anything, anything like that, you've never been someplace where they make things, um, that's really good. I mean, especially if you consider it went from my brain to a piece of paper through a design software and then was built within a two-day period. Like, that's extraordinary. That's super fast. Um, and that's really where 3D printing could end up becoming. Is It just becomes your mind's machine. You know, you, you throw down an idea, you print it, and you, and you, 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 you make it better. And like you, you can have so many iterations and make so many little adjustments that um, you would miss if you were doing one-offs. You know, if you were just like, all right, this idea has to go... For instance, let, let's take molding, right? You got to make a mold, right? It's made out of steel, right? There are tons of parts. It needs to be designed properly. Make sure all the tolerances are put together. That's going to take a, a while. You know, just to do that because you got to take the part you're going to make, then you got to make the machine that's going to take into the fact that the plastic's going to shrink once it gets in there and cools down. It's also got to be pushed out of the machine too. You can't just, you know, so you're making the, you're backwards making this part where, because you're pushing plastic into the cavity, it forms and then it pushes out a part. Where with the 3D printing, you're just making the part. So it's it's taking out a whole chunk of that. And plus, if you if you're making a mold, those things are not cheap. And if you if you're making one, you're making one because you're making hundred thousand is a low number. You're making millions of these parts. If you're only making a hundred thousand, I don't know if a mold is really what you're looking. You know, especially a, a high quality steel mold. It's kind of a waste of money if you're only making a hundred thousand parts. And I mean, sometimes you may think, oh wow, like I didn't. I never thought of that. I didn't either when I got into it. But when you're making high, high volumes, the old manufacturing and the old molds are, are the way you're going to go if you're going to make millions of these things. 3D printing is not going to be your, 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 your choice right now. But if you're making less than that and you're trying to get a product and trying to roll it through and trying to take an idea from R&D from the initial, just came out of your head, and you want a physical product in front of you, boom, 3D printing, man. And you can do low-grade objects that you can, you know, low, 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 uh, low numbers, you know. Um, and then so the idea is the printer, have it running 24-7. So it's like every time... It's one of the most valuable things I learned about being in manufacturing and being in a place where they make products out of a mold. You know, every time you shoot that machine with plastic, you fill that mold, and it opens up, and a part drops into a bucket or onto an assembly line. Every time that thing opens up is cash money. That's it. So every time my printer finishes a part or a whole bed of parts, finishes its print time, right? Every time the nozzle goes back and sits and rests, 
that's money. So that's that's the idea, is is having that run while you're at work, and you're golden. You're golden. So that's that's what I've been aiming for. It's it's an idea I've kind of been obsessed with a little bit since I started working in manufacturing. It's like wow, because I, I met a few guys who had had shops of their own back home. They would go to work, they would they would leave it running during the day or start it the night before, right? And then if someone's home, they can go check on it, you know, you know, just make sure everything's running fine. And then they come home, the thing's still running, and the entire time they were gone, that it was making them money. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta get a job from somebody. That's, <laughs> or you gotta have a product that someone sells or wants to buy. But as long as you can get that, that thing is just, it's doing with a machine should be doing is making you money moving things ahead so that's kind of what i've been obsessed with and it's crazy that it's only been a week since i got the thing up and running i've been like a man obsessed like trying to figure out more about it and like compared to last week the amount i know about my machine has jumped crazy crazy far um like i'm troubleshooting problems like that because, yeah, I'm still having problems. I'm still having issues here and there. Most of them are my fault because it's my not understanding. But I'm getting it. And I'm, I'm getting closer to figuring this thing out. And it's going smoother and smoother. And, man, I'm super pumped. Now, the other thing <laughs> about this week is uh, I had sat down with John. Uh, many of you will remember John. We talk about space movies, just movies in general, music. We were also the duo behind Pluto the Misunderstood, our hit single. And uh, basically what happened was <laughs> we recorded something last week, was so excited. I'm like, all right, I got I got what I want. This, you know, I got material for this week, super excited, and it's gone. I don't know what happened to it, but an entire hour of of what podcasting is about. Just tapping into a conversation, gone. Because uh, basically I've started to run out of room on my computer. I've been doing so much stuff with the show that uh, it doesn't fit on my computer anymore. So I've been backing it up. But the problem was, after we recorded that show the other day, I, don't, I, I was moving stuff around, trying to back it up, and it's gone into the ethos. It's just, it's disappeared. So... Um, we're going to have John back and we're going to talk about The Martian. That's probably going to be next week's episode. So, uh, next week we're going to be talking about The Martian, not just The Martian. I mean, we're going to talk about a whole other bunch of stuff, but, uh, I will give you guys a disclaimer next week. If we (laughs) talk about some stuff that totally blows the plot, you know, totally gives away the movie, don't worry, I'll let you know. Um, but the good thing about The Martian is really, if if you've seen any trailer, it's not going to really... Nothing we're going to talk about is really going to give away the movie. So, um, like I said, highly recommend it. If you have time before now and next week, go see it because it's it's a great movie. I'm going to see it again this weekend. That's that's how much I love that movie. Um, love action, uh, some comedy. It, like it's hilarious too. It really is. Um, and Matt Damon. I mean, come on, it's Matt Damon. You're gonna you gotta go go out there and support our boy. You know, come on, Matt Damon's the man. So go watch that movie, and there's other people in the movie that are fantastic. If you want to learn, like, or kind of see what it's like, 
you know, what, what NASA would do. Basically, our generation's kind of Apollo 13, even though Apollo 13 was a real thing. Um, and, and you want a Apollo 13 on Mars? Boom! We got it for you. That's The Martian. So go check that out. And uh, it's a great movie. And uh, we'll finish off uh, this week's episode with... I know, we're almost done. Uh, we'll finish off this week's episode with some stuff that's happened in space this week. And uh, we'll just carry on and, and just... That's that's it. I'm just feeling space right now. I don't, I don't even know why I keep talking. Let's go! All right, so according to an article by Motherboard from Vice.com uh, from October 26th, 2015, so earlier this week, uh, NASA's new Mars-bound space launch system is a go. So what the article talks about and, and what happened is that uh, the SLS, or the Space Launch System, which is NASA's new rocket system that's going to use, uh, will be used, to carry the first humans to Mars just past the CDR. Now, what, what the hell is the CDR? CDR is the Critical Design Review. And basically what happens is, you know, well, what happened was over the last 11 weeks, uh, NASA employees have been going over over a thousand SLS documents that apparently came out to like 150 gigabytes of data. And they approved the first of the three rocket configurations uh, for the first full-scale fabrication of the SLS system. So basically, the SLS Space Launch System, um, this is our first, ours as in the United States, first uh, exploration-class rocket. Um, now, the last exploration-class rocket that we ever had was the Saturn V, which brought us to the moon. Um, and it's humongous, ginormous, gigantic. Um, those, those class of rockets are, they make the Falcon 9 and other rockets like that seem puny. They're, they're humongous. Um, and so basically what, what this means, this CDR, is that now we can actually start putting this into full production. They can actually start making this. And the plan is, is once they actually make the, um, the rocket, they're going to compare it to the, the designs and see how close they came. Because like manufacturing, like it always is, um, there's, there's a right way to do things. There's um, a good way to do things. And then there's, uh, you, you didn't make this right. So um, we're, we're going to see how, how well it gets made. That's basically this next step here. And basically we won't know until, uh, let's see, what does it say here? Uh, sometime in 2017. So we've got, well, at this point, probably about a year or more before we're going to compare the design that just got approved to the final product. So, you know, congrats to the SLS for making it past that next point. And uh, we're going to see what happens. Uh, it's kind of cool. There's a bunch of, it, in the article I'm putting up for this this week, um, there's a whole bunch of different configurations. So uh, the first one, the SLS Block 1, is just to launch things. The second one, Block 1B Crew, is for actually sending crew, humans. Um, and, and there's a whole bunch of other ones. And they, they range from... Like, the first one, 
Let's see, what did it say here? Well, whatever, I'm not going to... It's going to carry a ton of stuff. Uh, it's going to be able to carry literally over 100 tons in lift capacity. So it's going to be able to lift a whole shitload. And uh, they, they, the color is very interesting because uh, that was apparently part of the design. Um, the initial rocket on the inside, um, that's uh, this orange color, which I guess is natural. Um, yeah, it's the... Um, the natural color of the insulation elements for that part of the rocket. So, I don't know. I like it. I like the orange. Kind of goes with us going to Mars. It's all right. I'm okay with that. And then uh, little some swoops, some stripes on the, uh, um, the rockets attached on the side. So, the boosters. So, it uh, looks pretty good. Um, let's just hope it works well. I mean, that's, you know, it can look good, but it's got to work well. Um, so that's it for the SLS. Good luck to everybody involved in that and build away. Let's get ourselves, get our asses to Mars. All right. All right. And next, uh, I just want to comment a little bit. Uh, I had the opportunity while I was printing the other day to listen in on, uh, Scott Kelly's first, uh, spacewalk, his first EVA. Uh, it was six and a half hours. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Um, and, uh, Kajel Lindgren was also there. Um, they both did their spacewalk and they were doing upgrades to the, uh, Canadarm 2. Uh, they were greasing up a whole bunch of stuff and making sure everything was working fine. Um, it, it was, uh, the, what I really want to talk about is it was just really interesting, uh, listening to the ground controllers talking with, you know, Scott Kelly and Jell Lindgren and, uh, just that whole dynamic, man. You know, they've got, they've definitely got um, some delay. And I, there were a few times I'm listening in, and I'm like, man, that that could. If you're the wrong type of person for that job, you're gonna get frustrated real easy. I, I can name it. I can name people on on one hand that I know right now that could not handle that job. <laughs> the amount of patience and just like you gotta have a good attitude about that. I mean, that that was an entire day of going through a checklist and making sure everything get, got wrong. But not only that, you know, it's not like you could just send a robot up there to do that because while they're trying to figure this stuff up, they're, the the astronauts up there, Scott Kelly in particular, they're, they're adjusting. Sometimes things don't work the right way and they've got to they've gotta figure out a way around it or they got to change the plan a little bit. Like, this is a, it's a lot of work that goes into that stuff, and it was just really interesting thinking about it. Like, wow, that's, you know, wow. Like, a, <laughs> I don't really have much else. Uh, it it is wow. Uh, they, they're the guys in space. He he was having problems uh, figuring out whether he could get his foot into the foot restraint so he doesn't float off into space, and he could like the the lack of range of motion and visibility that our astronauts have in those suits is kind of astonishing. Like, he couldn't see his feet to make sure that his foot was in the restraint so that he knew that he's safe, <laughs> he's not going to float away. Um, you know, and so luckily we have cameras available to see, to help him out, um, and the communication is there, and it, it's just... Uh, it was kind of cool to kind of sit back and listen to it and hear them work on stuff while I was working on stuff. It kind of gave me a little push through to kind of go through. And um, 
on a regular day, I wouldn't be listening to that. So it was really cool. Uh, congrats to both of them. It was a great spacewalk. They uh, got a lot done, uh, a lot of major upgrades. I guess they were upgrading the power to the Canadarm too, so it could it could do more. Um, but don't don't take my word on it. I didn't really read that much. So um, it was a great day, and uh, congratulations to both of them on a on a great six and a half hour EVA. And to close out, I'll just give you guys a little bit of information, because you'll probably see it online, uh, if you haven't already, that a Halloween asteroid is going to come dangerously close to Earth. Um, here's another example of people being afraid of science and not actually understanding or taking the time to look for that information where people actually know what they're talking about. So... This asteroid was just found, it was discovered earlier this month, which is kind of crazy. They just saw it, but that seems to happen a lot. Um, we've got this stuff flying through space, and we only find it as it's coming to us. <laughs> um, but they found it on October 10th, earlier this year, and it's going to fly by slightly outside the moon's orbit. And even though that sounds scary because we can see the moon... And, you know, we think the moon's very close. If, if I'm not mistaken, I learned this earlier this year, the distance between us and the moon, we can fit every planet in our solar system between us with space in between. So, let, 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 let's just go through that again. So <laughs> the distance between the Earth and the moon, which is the distance that this asteroid will be from us, Right? which is the closest known flyby by a large asteroid until 2027. And it's 1,300 feet in diameter, right? You could fit every planet in our solar system, which the majority of them are bigger than us, between us and the moon. So don't be worried. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not crazy. We're going to get a great radio uh, image of the actual asteroid, and for astronomers, anyone who, who can pick that up, it's a great treat for them, so um, that's about it. Don't worry, we're not going to get hit or even close to hit by an asteroid for this weekend, um, and it's asteroid TB145, so asteroid Tom Brady 1415 will not hit us <laughs> this Halloween, so don't worry about it, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, sorry about this week being a little off and crazy uh, and not being, <laughs> not remembering to save the file, I guess. I don't even know how I did it. I don't even know how I lost this week's episode. All I know is I'm glad you guys are still with us. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, have a great Halloween. Seriously, go, go have fun out there. Um, and if you want to help support this podcast and all the science and music and all the fun stuff we're doing here, uh, go to Amazon.com. Go to the link on this week's episode or on the homepage and whatever you just do your shopping like normal. It doesn't cost you anything. And basically, Amazon just sends me a little bit of whatever it is that you get as as uh, for, for sending you there, for sending you to shop from them. So it's a great way to help support the show without you having to do too much. Um just do what you do regularly. I mean, that's it. That's that's as easy as it is. I mean, I bought something the other day on Amazon. I can't donate to myself, but, you know, we all use it. We, we all use it, uh, Amazon, a lot. So if you want to help out, like I said again, before rambling on too much about this, 
please go there and it would be great help. And that's about it, guys. Like I said, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Spread love. Spread science. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Today in Space. I'm out.